Hey, everybody, you want to listen all the way through to this episode of 90s now because we're going to find out why Kelly's parents told her she should be having more fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to find out how the youngster of the group actually managed to teach us a new word. Always there for you, ladies. Enjoy the show, everybody. 90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, everybody. I'm Sharon. That's Kelly. That's Adam. Hello. Hello. That's Adam. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you guys, you know what? We'll talk about a 90s classic empowering rockin' anthem that's getting some brand new life. Also going to gush a whole lot more about this uh, ultimate concert in the round. That's happening in Vegas and how it's going to keep on going just a little bit longer. And along with Kelly's trivia to keep us humble and sharp. Uh, your 90s Rewind will give you all the good feels with a handful of songs from uh, one year in our favorite decade. And you know what? This uh, this new book that Britney Spears has written covers all kinds of information and a lot from when she was quite young. Uh, you know what? So let's start there, you guys. This memoir yeah. is called The Woman in Me, mm-hmm. which um, it, there's a lot, like I said, the pregnancy, which I don't think we discussed yet, right? No, I don't we think haven't. So. The news came out right after we recorded our last episode, so okay. yeah. we did not have the chance to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's an eyebrows up sort of conversation because yeah. she talks about, you know, getting pregnant. Her and, and Justin, uh, I keep on going to say Justin Bieber. It's not the Biebs. Yeah. It's Justin <laughs> Timberlake. Years, 20 years earlier. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so they were really young um, and that they both agreed that they were too young to have a baby, but that she kind of admits that she, if left on, left to her, left to making her own decisions, which we have learned in the past few years she wasn't in the position to do, mm-hmm. that she would have kept it. And I think that hindsight is is twenty twenty, obviously, and especially in a situation like this, you're thinking very emotionally about uh, about having to make a, a call like that, you know. But imagine a little mini Mickey Mouse Club member. I imagine. And as of our recording, uh, the book actually dropped today. And then also as of our recording, uh, JT has not responded to this. Well, he's, I, I imagine he's probably a little tired of, of responding to uh, things from his, uh, technically his childhood. Mm-hmm. And I probably, I would venture to say that he probably doesn't want to take attention away from the new NSYNC that, that uh, I, fr- from my eyes, I haven't seen getting much more attention mm-hmm. than what it did that first week. Yeah. Have you seen a lot? Well, we're still playing, we're playing the song on Virgin. It's very good. I it's think I heard it. A great song. I, I spent an hour in my car the last weekend listening to radio. I think I've heard it four or five times within wow. the hour yeah. okay. amongst the different radio stations in this city. It's super wow. catchy. And I think like from what I understand and, and uh, I have a little bit of an ear to the ground in the fact that like uh, somebody in Justin's camp has said that his album is coming out before the end of this year. So mm-hmm. he's for sure going to tour next year. So then I think Fun. they're going to have to wait. Like the boys will have to wait again for NSYNC to be able to do stuff because he's for sure going to tour. Because I don't, he hasn't toured since it's been a while. Like I don't, I know the last time I saw him was 2014. I think he did go out after that. I did see him after 2014, uh, 2014 for his uh, Man of the Woods. Oh, Man tour. of the Woods, right. Yeah. So that, that might have been 2017, 2018. Yeah. So he's due. Yeah. Wow. He, and I he's think that also was 2014 famously, when I saw him. Sorry, did you see him? I, 
I think it was 2014 okay. when I saw it. And he's it. also he the one that we, Sharon and I, and I think Adam has talked about this before. He famously said that like Vegas essentially is for where you go to die. And so, so yeah. he will, he will probably tour uh, as opposed to just go to Vegas, even though we know it works very well for a lot of people. Well, I wonder if he would, if, if he's eating his words now, because yeah, I think he is. <laughs> you, like, <laughs> we're going to talk about you too, uh, and and the success that they are having, and the minds that they are blowing with yeah. their residency in Vegas. Clearly, not you know going there to die. Uh, but back to Brittany's book for a sec. What I thought was really cool was that the article that we read showed that picture of the Mickey Mouse Club mm-hmm. and talked, and, you know, she obviously that's her very beginnings uh, and the friendships that she made. She was 11 years old, right? So she talked about how being in the show was like boot camp for the entertainment industry. What they did was extensive dance rehearsals, singing lessons, acting lessons, uh, time in the recording studio, and, you know, regular old school in between. And how could it have been regular old school when you've got mini versions of Britney herself, <laughs> Justin Timberlake, uh, JC Chazé, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Christina Aguilera, um, who's got Carrie Russell and all her beautiful hair from when she was, mm-hmm. I guess, c- considered to be an elder for Britney Spears at that time. Her hair was incredible. You can see why she wasn't a swimmer, though. Yeah. <laughs> Too much hair. <laughs> Not enough bathing cap to cover that. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Gosling, too. It's funny to see the mini-me versions of themselves as as kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, the success that came out of that 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 school of, uh, of, of the entertainment industry is really very impressive. They're probably like uh, the most successful, quote-unquote, class. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. True that. So today, as per this recording, the book is available. The Woman in Me. Have you bought it yet? Does any of you have the book? No. I do not. I do not. I figure we're going to get enough of it through her posts. And it's a very adult cover on that book, too. Well, you're you're still going to read it, right? Are you? Am I? I'm not going to read it now. Okay. Kelly? Are you? Uh, I possibly will. I don't like, I mean, right now I'm way behind on any book, so I'm, it's not at the top of my list. And like, and also I feel like, but I I have to say I I did read, um, People Magazine got an exclusive excerpt from it, Mm -hmm. uh, just like recently, whatever, before the, 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 uh, the book dropped. And I did read that. And like, I had to, I did find like, she has a good co-writer, I guess, or whoever was like helping guide the ship because. Ghostwriter. Yeah, like you, it's like you keep her on the. They've managed to keep her on the rails. Like, oh, that's with, good. Because I was a bit worried. Well, I knew they'd have to have somebody professional that understands writing. Like you and I just can't write a book. Also, like there's a craft to it. I I think I could. <laughs> <laughs> there's a definite craft to it. Um, Where do we start? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I just like because I I I I was worried because like I think because we're so used to her um, Instagram posts where it's very yeah. disjointed a lot mm-hmm. of her commentary. And so I was worried that the book might not flow as well. But in the in the excerpt I read, it did it flowed very well. So hopefully I'm not, I'm not opposed to reading the book. Mm-hmm. I just like Kelly have a list of books that I am backlogged on mm-hmm. that that maybe one day down the line I'll read it. Yeah. I'm wondering if she's also going to um talk about the virtues of Africa like Prince Harry, because then it's <laughs> <laughs> That's what got you into it. I don't think she did, but like I said in Prince Harry's book, he really made me want to go visit Africa. So, 
Well, imagine I, what I to, to Harry's book for a second. That whole Africa thing, and that uh, she went and visited him, not Brittany, but uh, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> In Let's that way, like, that rumor. you know, your your first date slash uh, vacation away and you're in a tent, you yeah. know? Yeah. You learn quick if you're going to get along. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially if you're like in the in the safari area of Africa, like you wouldn't want to mess that up. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll try to read Brittany's book and I'll uh, I'll get I'll get back. We'd to like you your review, little Adam. I it will. Can, well, be your assignment. Breaking news: My most recent, uh, let's call it situationship. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> situationship. I love that. That's what the young people call um, relationships these days. Wow, uh, romantic relationships when it starts. So, okay. um, my. Recent situationship just went and bought the book this morning. Oh. So if I can keep it going for two more weeks, maybe I'll get a, <laughs> a free peek at the book. I'll get a free peek at the book. Yeah, that's what happens when you're in a situationship. You need incentives <laughs> like free books. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, He's got me hooked. I hope that word is going into the Webster uh, dictionary for 2023 because that's a good. I love it. it. Should relation that's that was news a few weeks back. That what was it like six hundred or three hundred something? A lot of words yeah. went into the dictionary, and I sort of think like a word like situationship. I think you just know what it means. Yeah, and so socially, if you don't know socially, someone will inform you. You will be able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Does it need to be in the dictionary? Right. You know, yeah. it's just I think that there could be a, a those words that you just know. Yeah. You know, well, <laughs> I was actually appalled um, that there was like 600 words going in. I'm like, who has created 600 new words? Like, I figure like <laughs> maybe nine for the year. Like, maybe yeah. that's enough. But they're all those words that mm-hmm. that are fun to hear the first time, maybe a few times and people sort of latch onto them. Yeah. Like, I am totally going to be using situationship again. Yeah. Um. Because remember when bling but, was like the word du jour? Which what one? word? Bling. Oh, yeah. That was like like, 20... a, like hotline bling? The yeah, like that was like 2013-ish, 2012, 2013-ish. That it's was celebrating like... its 10-year anniversary? Yeah. It should buy itself some bling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could go on all night. Yeah. But nobody wants that. So why don't we get into some trivia? Yay! Let's do it. <laughs> oh wait, I don't have the I don't have the theme ready. Wait, what? Wait. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Nineties <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. That was a close one. Phew. So we survived. We're starting this uh, particular trivia. Um, episode, if you will, with uh, our segment with hobbies, toys, and games, which sounds easy, but not. It never is. No, no. All I know is I got one right answer last show, so I'm on a roll. (laughs) Keep that in your pocket. Fingers crossed, little Adam. So, um, and I'm actually anxious to hear if you guys have heard of these, because I never even heard of these. So, Gigapets? Gigapets? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, so Gigapets were created to complete with which virtual pet game? Uh, is it like oh. a board game or is it a... No, it says virtual pet game. So it must have been, I don't know if it was like oh, on... Uh... I know this too. So it had to be on like a gaming system. Yeah. Mm. Like a Game Boy. Yeah. Oh, I even forgot that word. Game Boy. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, it's in the I'm dictionary. Gonna... Oh, you haven't you haven't heard of the answer? Uh, I I had heard of it kind of when I read. It. I was like, oh yeah, I think I've heard this word before. So it ain't tamagoshi. It is. Yeah. <laughs> How, what do you mean you've never heard of a tamagoshi? You've never heard of a tama, and if I may, the oh. English version tamagotchi. Yeah, there you go. Um, Where was I, and why wouldn't I know this? Was I listening? You to- were in your hip hop clothes. Yeah, I was, and listening because I didn't have a lot of nineties class. games, but I had a tamagoshi when I was or when I was younger. I was considering buying one for my nephews. I think. Yeah, I must have just been. I was still otherwise. Like, I was in the clubs. I, I was. I was going to say I, <laughs> Kelly was in the clubs. Who were we kidding? Kelly was not in the clubs. <laughs> Kelly was doing homework. Um, yeah. <laughs> did I ever tell you guys that when I came home to visit my parents from university, they actually told me that I should be having more fun? They're like, well, duh. <laughs> they're like, you're a bit stressed about all of this, and like, we know you're going to do fine, so you can like. Let loose a little. And then my well, grandmother the- told me I should, should, uh, she's like, can't you just fail a class? Like, <laughs> That's funny. Because uh, for the longtime listener of this podcast, <laughs> they know what you, the percentage that you graduated with. But maybe for the newbies, <laughs> you should remind everybody when you graduated from school, what your average was. 3.98. 3.98. Yeah. Wow. Great point average. Yeah. So, I mean. Is that, is, is that what we call in French, la cut air? I don't know. I don't. It was close. No, sorry. So that that was your uh, that was in in college, right? In university, university you're three point yeah. nine eight. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So imagine. I mean, I remember bugging Kelly saying, "Well, what happened to that point two? Yeah. Zero two. Like, what did you do? You couldn't get no. to the four. <laughs> I know that the average now, the highest score you can get is four point three. I know it's a weird system, but it oh, wow. goes wow. all the way to four point three. I don't know if it was the case uh, well, back when you were in school. No, it was a four point as far as I remember. You think if it was a four point three, she would have got a three point nine eight? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're probably right, Shane. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. And do you think that she's not <laughs> thinking how she could still get four point three yeah. now that we brought it up? <laughs> Uh, Back to yeah. school, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Last thing before I move on, it's like my reoccurring dream that I have, like I'm not joking, every like three to six months is I dream that I'm back in Toronto at Ryerson and I'm having to make this decision about like moving home to Montreal or staying in Toronto. And it's always wow. like such a tough, like, like I wake up upset usually. Like it's, Whoa. it's real, and it's a re- like for years now, it's like. It's it's like it's either that version or I'm I'm in like I'm still in Toronto in school and university and I'm having to make a decision like what's my career going to be but it's like it's weird because I never have any huh. other dream like this it's always like this so I've had a couple of return trips to the high school cafeteria which is where our dances were and I'm in my pajamas <laughs> That's fun That's great. No it's not Okay <laughs> <laughs> Because as an adult, revisiting the high school dance in my pajamas, <laughs> it's weird. You might be arrested for that, Sharon. Yeah. Who's that lady? <laughs> I go here. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we are. Well, that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> uh, trivia question number two uh, is uh, spinning out, uh, finishing out this uh, purple sporting card. Um, oh, shoot. We'll miss that card. And we won't miss this card. Uh what was Jerry Rice's shirt number uh, when he was on the San Francisco 49ers? So his jersey number? Sharon. Go, Sharon. 19. What? Sharon. It's iconic. Like, how do you know Is this? it? 
Is it, though? Maybe it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little Sharon. Anyways, go a little. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go for 90. Oh, super close, actually, but no, 80. Ugh. Oh. It would have been so, like, you know, Good all if you intertwined got it. with the 90s. <laughs> it you know? been. Yep, yep. But uh, actually, it's funny because, Adam, I don't know if you could quickly check this, but now in hindsight, I realize that I think a lot of receivers, no matter which team, because he's a receiver, uh, I think they're always in the 80s. Like, that's their number. Like, eight, like because Michael Irvin for the Cowboys was 88. Um, like, a lot of receivers, I think that's their number range is in the 80s and maybe 90s. So, hmm. yeah. Anyways, so huh. good, good um, guess, little Adam. I'm trying to look if there's a... Huh... Now the equivalent of that is uh, someone's email that has their name and a, and a number at the end. You're like, is that the year you were born? Yeah. Well, I, that's, I, the, that's the only reason I know what year Kelly was born in. But it's not, but it's wrong. I faked you out. It's, it's not. not? No, I put that on purpose. <gasps> wow. Because, wow. yeah, mine's at the end of my email address. Yeah, because I knew I, when I made it, I was like, I don't want any identity theft or people figuring out that that's my year. So I changed it. Did, did you make yourself uh, younger or older? Older by two years. Well, now I know what year you were now born you in. <laughs> Just always remember, I'm nine years younger than Sharon. And my year is not in my email, so. Yeah, smart move, Sharon. Aren't you? Thank you. You're the real Sharon Highland at, at well, I won't say. I'm the Sharon Highland. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon, you were born in the 60s? I was. Good wow. math. It took you, that took you like a solid 20 seconds. Yeah. Though. I just... I saw your eyes going up, going chicka chicka chicka. I just wanted to make, I wanted to be a hundred percent sure before saying something. Yeah, I was. That would have made you a lot older than you were. Yeah, no, she's not in Madonna's decade. We're good. No. Yeah. Looks like you were born in the eighties. You're still good. Thanks. Thanks. She was in the clubs in the eighties. I was in the clubs. Um, are we in the club? You know what? Talk about this uh, this 90s anthem that's getting a bunch of attention lately, like significant attention. And it's not surprising that um, that both in both of these occasions that both of these women have paid tribute to Alanis Morissette, mm -hmm. one being Pink, who had Alanis on stage with her at, at a show recently uh, where they did the song. You ought to know. But also, Kelly Clarkson had her on, and they did, yeah. like, that dissection of the song segment, <laughs> and uh, and then did a, sort of a slowed down, really cool version of You Ought to Know, and it sounded amazing. Kelly Clarkson is, I mean, Alanis Morissette, we'll get to in a second, but side note, Kelly Clarkson is gifted as a vocalist. She She knows her craft. She knows music. Yep. And she's able to put herself in a situation musically in a song that is perfection. Yeah. It's incredible to watch. I like that. Um, one of the things I thought was cool about her Alanis on the show was that she talked about uh, the Jagged Little Pill album and when she was recording it and after she recorded it, the, her landlord at the time, she had since revisited the landlord who told her, I didn't like your album at the time. <laughs> and she said, but now I'm divorced and I really love your album. Wow. <laughs> Just that uh, the gravitas that that, that album had, especially in that uh, section of time of Alanis's career, which, you know, she had made the jump from dance music where she was kind of a, a you know, a, a young diva mm -hmm. in, in Canada. Um, 
And she sort of disappeared for a couple of years and came out exactly at the right time with Jagged Little Pill. And uh, and it's now this many years later become this reference point for uh, female empowerment and people empowerment, too. But certainly for uh, for young female artists that uh, continue to look back and go, yeah, Alanis, you were that for me. And and Pink, you can see in that segment of the show where she had her on her knees, sort of like really paying tribute to uh, the greatness that is Alanis Morissette. Um, here's an idea, because as we've discussed, that we should be hired out as music consultants for every label. Yes. Yeah. Yes, um, we should. Somebody should have the brainwave, because I actually asked this of Kelly Clarkson when I interviewed her earlier on this year, uh, when she and Pink are going to do a collab, and it should be Pink, Kelly, Alanis. Yeah, that would be cool. Super group. Yeah. Wow. I think, uh, I think that it's, I think that pink and kelly clarkson are friends i think they're cut from the same cloth and (laughs) i think that uh they both get equally excited about being in each other's company oh yeah yeah which is nice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they've got a really a great level of humility individually and and then collectively as a result um one thing i thought was uh (laughs) what's funny about the end of this segment with uh, Kelly Clarkson and Alanis was that they finished the show and she basically uh, like almost fell to the ground and like, oh, I can't believe that just happened. Yep. And then at the end of her show said, hey, y'all, have a great day. Ta- have a great something to the effect of have a great day. And if you're not, well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> that's excited and potentially a turnoff, but mostly excited. <laughs> Love the Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Yeah. She's super jazzed. Um, now we touched a little bit about, uh, on, uh, U2 and, uh, and, uh, being in Vegas and Justin Bieber. Uh, see again, Bieber. Uh, JT Timberlake saying that you go to Vegas to die. He's got to be, you know, chewing his words because U2 not only blowing minds of, um, of people that are going to the show in the sphere. It just looks amazing. Mm-hmm. They've also now added shows in it for uh, January and February, amazing. which is really cool. So the first run of it will wrap in December on the 16th. Uh, and what they described as an overwhelming demand, um, they've added 11 shows for uh, the beginning of the new year. And what I think it's cool, one of the things that we all were looking at was the images of uh, like Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, being at the show and uh, who was the other? It was um, Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also there. I think it's amazing when you think you see the footage of the sphere and what goes on there, how you could see even the person you went with to the show, mm-hmm. you know, no less spotting celebs in the audience. I find that amazing. There's so it's such a uh, like a controlled assault on your senses that how would you even know anybody was there aside from you know, the magic that's going on. So really cool that that's happening and really cool that people are, are celebrating you too in this way. You I think? love that the, the, cause we saw the list of celebrities and like, it totally runs the gamut. Like it's like Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, Ed Sheeran, LeBron James, like, you know, and then like, and then like sprinkle in 90, uh, Oprah, Gail King was there. Oh, yeah. Like the list is endless and I'm sure it will only add uh, now that they're, they've added more shows, but yeah, it's crazy to just see how many people want to see you two in action. It's awesome. Well, from uh, from my show, me and my co-host Jay are are uh, doing something 
to it's called a, the YouTube Power Hour on Shome, and uh, we play one song to get qualified to win tickets to that show on the 16th of December and money to spend to put yourself up and get yourself there. Like, I can say it, right? 3500 bucks. So it's enough, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and uh, at the beginning and end of every song that we play, you have to hear a U2 song. Mm-hmm. Phones light up. Yeah. Phones light up. And and when you go through the calls and, and to get your, you know, the right number, people are like, no, <laughs> when they don't get it. They, they are, you know, really interested in seeing for themselves what this sphere show is all about. And you can't blame them. I have looked myself yeah. on packages and think I would need another job. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so, the whole trip, right? It's not just the, the, the ticket to the show. Yeah. It's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And Vegas is awesome. I've been there a yeah. couple of times. I would highly recommend um, going. Not in the last few weeks, though. They're prepping for the Formula One race in November. Oh. And uh, I follow a bunch of, uh, I'll call them Vegas influencers, you know, and like uh, just people that live in Vegas. And it sounds like a, it's, a, it's a hot mess. The whole oh, no. strip is uh, oh. not on lockdown, but there's constructions everywhere. They're building the stands. Yikes. Um, yeah. Is this a so. new... Uh, a new um, well, f- yeah, attraction I think the, for that city. Yeah, it's the first time they they're having the race, at least in the in the latest uh, few years. Wow. I don't know if it was in ever in Vegas like 20, 30, 40, yeah. 40 years ago. Yeah. Okay, because normally but it's first in Texas, time in recent isn't it? history. It's in Texas. Yeah, yeah. And they just had one in Texas. Yeah, the, on the yeah, weekend. the Austin. Is it Austin? I think Austin, uh, yep. they have. They were in uh, Cota. They call so in Texas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last weekend they have one in Miami and now one in Vegas. So the states have three. Oh, wow. Uh, three big. races. Okay. okay. I wouldn't have thought that Vegas needed any more help getting people to go there. Yeah. Well, There's right now it seems like on. it's 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 keeping people away. So we'll see when the race happens and if it looks great and gives everybody the the the, the, <laughs> the urge to go. But Imagine you're at the Sphere concert seeing you two and in the background you hear, <laughs> I was thinking, Sharon, maybe you could pay your way there if you ask Bono if you need to pull any cable for him in the band when maybe you could be a roadie. I'll do it. I'll do it. It's good. All I need is a seat. Yeah. Who needs a seat? I, I I would actually love to be in the back and see how it all comes together because that looks cool also. Yeah. So and if you're planning to go, I've seen from the same guy that that, that that talks about Formula One and how horrible it is. He went to the Sphere the other day, and he says if you're going to buy a ticket in the hundreds, uh, so in the in the lower section, yeah, make sure you buy section one through nineteen. Because if you buy section twenty and uh, behind, yeah, um, the view is going to be hidden by the the like the the top like the two hundreds and the three hundreds. Oh. So you won't get the whole Sphere. So if you're planning on buying tickets. Uh, in the hundreds, row one to nineteen, super important. Oh, thank you, Adam. Like That's, you, that was my PSA of the day. That's clutch, man. That's clutch. Yeah, yep. clutch. Yeah, <laughs> gonna bring that phrase back. It's bring clutch. that back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's not at all creepy when you wink and flash the pistols. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I should say finger pistols for those that aren't watching us right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. She flashed that. the pistols. Yeah. All right. You guys ready for a 90s rewind? We are. Yeah. We are going back to 1991. Wow. Ready. Imagine around this time in 1991 hearing a great big old 
ballad from a band called Firehouse called Love of a Lifetime. Huge hit for them. Well, it was a hit for them. Maybe it wasn't huge. Mm -hmm. Uh, Prior to that, Don't Treat Me Bad was a great, big, loud, amazing song. But Love of a Lifetime is a beaut. Um, Now, Metallica and Guns N' Roses were kind of really close with each other on uh, the charts around this time in 1991. Metallica's Enter Sandman, Guns N' Roses' Don't Cry. And it's likely because they were you know, enjoying each other's company on the charts that made them a great pairing for a tour that, um, you know, much more of a draw for that to happen. And we all remember what happened on that tour. A lot of not good stuff. Uh, I think it was St. Louis was uh, one problem city <laughs> and an even bigger disaster here in Montreal. Yeah. Oh, that disaster. was the tour. Wow. Yeah, that was the tour. And this was, I mean, we're in 1991 at this point. This was the summer of 1992. Um, yeah, not good. It's one of those shows that made the list of, you know, moments in rock and roll that uh, were horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Combine the uh, heaviness of those two bands with Color Me Bad and I Adore Mi Amor. Great track. Uh, Also, the smoothness of Prince and the New Power Generation and Cream. Mm. And on the top of the charts around this time in 1991... Our girl, Mariah Carey, yeah. and Emotions. Bah, 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 bah. Such a great That song. is your 90s rewind, you guys. Uh, I'm happy to have put Mariah in this bit because I think, uh, Adam, you've seen Mariah live, yeah? I have never seen Mariah live. Oh. You're imagining stuff. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I haven't either, but I'm gonna, that'll change for me in uh, November. When she comes to do her holiday so show. So you have your tickets? Kelly, do you have yeah. your tickets? I do. Yeah. yeah. Mommy Alexander yeah. and I are going to wild and out with Mariah Carey. Yeah. 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 Uh, she's um, worth it. Super fantastic. Not to do a full circle thing, but um, my situationship also has <laughs> the tickets to Mariah's show. So are you going I'm, with... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not invited yet. I'm not on the list. Oh, okay. shoot. So we'll see what happens. Aim don't, for this, Adam. Don't You're mess gonna, it up, man. Don't mess up, Adam. <laughs> You're going to want to see this lady in action. That is Maybe sure. don't call it a situationship when you're with them. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks for the cue. Yeah. And uh, bring a snack because she will be late to the stage, just so you know. Right. <laughs> but holiday I, late, right? I've seen Rihanna yeah. four times. I know what it is to have yeah. someone late go on stage. Yeah. So uh, two things before we wrap up quickly. want to yep. give a shout out to um, a listener, Harriet. Harriet from the UK. Hello. Uh, She made sure to give us a mention on our YouTube channel, and she said how much she enjoyed watching the show and finding our... our station, so that was very, or our, our our podcast, if you will, our visual podcast. Thank you, Harriet. So very excited about that, and then also a listener question, listener question from Jennifer, and oh, uh, Jennifer's question is, I love this one actually. Um, favorite celebrity couple of the nineties, Adam. Adam, are you ready? Uh, can I go last? Sure. Sharon, it's going to give ready? me an extra 30 to seconds to Google some stuff and make sure I don't say anything coming out of the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good came out of the 60s, Adams. Yeah, like, including... Like you, you came out of like the 60s. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick um, Michael J. Fox and Tracy Pollan. That is a very classy choice, Sharon Highland. Thank you very much, because they are still together today. Yep. At, in that sort of defying... 
uh, uh, Hollywood r- romance and relationships in in that they don't last, they lasted. Yeah, and it's funny. To last. It's funny that you chose that because I also picked a lasting couple. Adam, do I go or still still waiting on you? No, you go. You you okay. go, Kelly. Um, David Beckham and Victoria Beckham. Ooh, nice oh. one. Posh and Bex. Yeah, Bex. yeah. And just a quick wow. honorable mention, just because it's. I think I I love how this is and the fact that Bruce Willis, Demi Moore. Uh, we're together, obviously had kids, then didn't make it. We know he's not in a good situation right now, but I love that mm-hmm. she's, from what I remember reading, she has moved back into the house to help be with him uh, wow. and his new, well, new wife. I think they've been together 10 or 12 years at this point, but I believe it's like a family effort yeah. to help. And I love that they've been super supportive of each other even before all of this. Um, they've been yeah. friends and they spent, they spent like pandemic together, right? Like they were all living together. So uh, honorable mention to Demi and, and Bruce. Yeah. And That's also good, Will and Jada. Will and Jada. <laughs> Kelly's trying to help you out, Adam. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm ready. I, I've got an answer. I'm going to go. I'm going to go late 90s. Okay. Uh, with a big power couple. I know uh, who it is. You do? Maybe. Okay. You go ahead. <laughs> I'll, I'll say if I'll just be honest and say if uh, you. If I, okay, if so I'm it's, it. it's not Brittany and Justin. Can okay. I guess also after Sharon? Okay, you yeah, go ahead. Guess that, Sharon. Oh, you want me to guess first? Yeah, do you yeah. want to, yeah, guess. Ashton guess. Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Uh, no, but Ooh, good one. My, Were they dating in the 90s? Mm, probably not. <laughs> I feel like it might have been early 2000s. Possibly. You're probably right. My guess is um, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. You're too good. Ooh, nice. <laughs> They're so hot together. God. Yeah. God. Uh. Ooh, it's getting hot in here. Ooh. Yeah. I don't need a situationship anymore. Ooh. Yes, you do. Okay. He's got the tickets. <laughs> You're right. I forgot about it. End the book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what were you doing at work? Nothing. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't working on a podcast called 90s an hour. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? Thank you, Harriet, for um, for listening. Uh, thanks for the question. Harriet gave the question? No, Jennifer. Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer, for the question. We appreciate it very much. We love the challenge. Keep them coming, you guys. You'll find us everywhere online, because we're that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and you know what? Once you've found the podcast and you love it, we appreciate that you, uh, that you're, you come back for the next one. So... Thank you for taking us along for your ride. And ultimately, thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.